Good morning for Wednesday, October 29, 2014. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Lobbyists pursue state attorneys general. Economic pain looms large in Iran talks. And in Liberia, a good or very bad sign. Empty beds. In today's national headlines, a second wave of votes on legalized marijuana. Investigator in Secret Service prostitution scandal quits. And an unmanned cargo rocket explodes at launch. In today's business headlines, the Dow was up yesterday 187 points. Facebook plans to spend billions on future projects. Apple Pay runs afoul of rival backed by merchants. And the FTC accuses AT&T of deception over its data plans. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and the opinions of New York Times columnist Frank Bruni. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Lobbyists Pursue State Attorneys General, written by Eric Lipton. When executives of the company that makes five-hour energy, the popular caffeinated drinks, learned that attorneys general in more than 30 states were investigating allegations of deceptive advertising, they moved quickly to shut the inquiries down. But success did not come in a courtroom or at a negotiating table. Instead, it came at the opulent Lowe's Santa Monica Beach Hotel in California, where more than a dozen state attorneys general had gathered last year for cocktails, dinners, and fundraisers organized by the Democratic Attorneys General Association. A lawyer for Five Hour Energy roamed the event, setting her sights on Attorney General Chris Coster of Missouri. My client just received notification that Missouri is on this, the lawyer Lori Kalani told him. Kalani's firm, Dick Steen Shapiro, had courted the Attorney General at dinners and conferences and with thousands of dollars in campaign contributions. Coster told Kalani that he was unaware of the investigation, and he called his office. By the end of the weekend, he had ordered his staff to pull out of the inquiry, a clear victory for five-hour energy. The quick reversal, confirmed by Coster and Kalani, was part of a pattern of successful lobbying of Coster by the law firm on behalf of clients like Pfizer and AT&T, and evidence of a largely hidden dynamic at work in state attorneys general's offices. Attorneys General are now the object of aggressive pursuit by lobbyists and lawyers who use campaign contributions, personal appeals at lavish corporate-sponsored conferences, and other means to push them to drop investigations, change policies, negotiate favorable settlements, or pressure federal regulators, an investigation by the New York Times has found. A robust industry of lobbyists and lawyers has blossomed as Attorneys General have joined to conduct multi-state investigations and pushed into areas as diverse as securities fraud and internet search. But unlike the lobbying rules covering other elected officials, there are few revolving door restrictions or disclosure requirements governing state attorneys general who serve as the people's lawyers by protecting consumers and individual citizens. The result is that the routine lobbying and deal-making occur largely out of view. 
but the extent of the cause and effect is laid bare in the Times' review of more than 6,000 emails obtained through open records laws in more than two dozen states, interviews with dozens of participants in cases, and attendance at several conferences where corporate representatives had easy access to attorneys general. The current and increasing level of the lobbying of attorneys general creates, at the minimum, the appearance of undue influence and is therefore unseemly, said James Tierney, a former attorney general of Maine who runs a program at Columbia University that studies state attorneys general. It is undermining the credibility of the office of attorney general.